Welcome to the Meddling Kids Podcast, a review of all things Scooby-Doo. I am Dr. Julie Kin. I don't know why I said doctor. I guess I'm just feeling doctorly. I am here tonight with my son. What shall our audience call you? You should call me the Potter Boy. That Potter Boy. The Potter Boy. The boy who lived. Sound good? Yeah. Okay, great. All right, so today we're going to talk about the haunted house hang-up. I think that's what it was called. Let me just check my notes. Actually, I'm kind of forgetting. That's Sir Potter Boy to you. (laughs) Thank you for clarifying that. Okay, so Sir Potter Boy, what'd you think of this episode? I thought it was pretty good, as all Scooby-Doo episodes are. Okay, well, how about this, kiddo? I will give us the recap of the episode, and you break in and give us your feedback, because I heard you laughing a lot and gasping and making lots of comments during the show, and I wrote some of that down. Before oh, wait, we get, did you? Yeah. Oh, but, okay, yeah. But before cool we get started, what was, like, your absolute favorite part of the episode? Well, when they were, like, running away from the headless specter, and the spunky music started playing... <laughs> Yeah, you were like, what is this music? And again, just to remind our listeners, in season two of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? There's a weird rock song in every episode. And I I guess my guess is that they had a bunch of rock songs and they were like... Is there like a different one in every episode? Yeah, it's a different one in every episode. But like none of them really relate to the plot very much. And I think they were like, um, this one said the word up and the guy went up a staircase. So we'll use that one in this one. But they're all like, and I love you, girl. Girl. You know, like 60s music. You remember the 60s. Um, <laughs> no, I'm only 11. <laughs> oh, I forgot. All right, right. Sorry, I'm only 40. I don't remember the 60s. I only remember the 70s. Sure. <laughs> okay, so this episode started in a beautiful southern mansion. Um, and there's this like headless guy walking around in the mansion and he didn't know the Scooby gang was going to be coming by. He was just walking around with no head and he looks pretty fancy. He's all cool. He's he's all rich. He owns a mansion. Yeah, exactly. This guy, I mean, he must have been like pretty wealthy back in the day, except he couldn't afford a head apparently. Meanwhile, the Scooby gang is on their way to a rock festival. Which sounds pretty cool, except Scooby was playing the drums and Shaggy was playing an acoustic guitar like I play at synagogue on Sundays. Actually, no, I I don't think he was playing it. I think he was just holding it. Oh, (laughs) okay. You know what? That's a really good point. I don't think we ever saw him playing it. You know, there's going to be people in your life who are going to carry around musical instruments just to look cool. Okay, they're on their way. Fred wants to look at this groovy sign they pass and Shaggy makes a joke about oh it's probably just an ad for a shaving cream and Shaggy Shaggy could use that I mean he he got some (laughs) got some hairs over there (laughs) totally he he could use that so back in the 60s there was this shaving cream company and they used to just put signs along the road all about shaving cream yeah so that's what that was referenced to yes just for our 11 year olds out there okay uh, I wrote that in my notes because I thought Stephen would be on with me, and Stephen's really young, too. He's not quite 11, but I didn't think he'd know that. Anyway, there's this big farmer dude coming down the road with a, a lantern. Land- yeah. And do you remember what you said at that point? He's a hunchback. <laughs> he did look like a hunchback. I have a direct quote from you, my dear. It is, I'm betting that's the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> His name is Ezra Shanks, which is a pretty cool name. You can name your first child that. Really? Or your first dog. 
Yeah, I'm going to name my first dog that. If, if you name a dog, it has to be something you're willing to shout really loud at a dog park. Ezra! No, I'm going to just name my kitty. Okay, yeah, a cat. Or Mr. Shanks, I like that. No, no, the dog, kitty. Oh, <laughs> if you have Wait, a dog, no, like, you're going to name it yeah, kitty. Yeah, like a big old dog. Kitty, here, kitty, a big, ginormous like, dog just comes like up. A Great Dane, like Scooby. And- okay, that is awesome. That's way better than my idea. Okay, the kids are like, oh, we're just on the way to a rock festival. Like all of my ideas. Yes, exactly. And he gives them really confusing directions. He's like, if you go left past where the old farm burnt down, you're going to go past the haunted mansion. There's a headless specter. Ain't no one ever met and lived to tell it. And then a right one, I mean, a left one um, that's longer. Right, exactly. And they're like, ooh, do we take the shortcut past the haunted thing or the longer way and be safe? And I'm guessing you know which way Fred wanted to go. Yeah, left. I mean, right. Whichever way I was mean, to the scary yeah, thing. Yeah. Fred is like, danger? Yes, ma'am. Because, um, of course, he loves that. But then Ezra Shanks, like, disappears as he walked away. It was very spooky. Either that or all the kids simultaneously had the same hallucination where they all saw something weird. Yeah. That's a possibility. Yeah, of course. That that happens a lot of shows. At the fork in the road, they're trying to decide. Go left or right, and they flip a slice of bologna to decide the path. And and one one side is mustard, (laughs) and one side is plain. Okay, you have been raised as a vegetarian. Mm -hmm. Do you know what bologna is? It's meat. Yes, but can you be more specific? No. Do you know, like, what kind of animal it is? No. I actually am not sure either. I think it's dead cow, but there could be dead pig in it, too. I don't know. Writers, or listeners, write in. Let us know what's in bologna. Unless you're a vegetarian. I used to eat bologna a lot as a kid. Anyway, back in the 80s when I was a kid, like, you'd come in at the middle of the summer day, whoever's mom was closest to give you a bologna sandwich and then send you back on out. Is that true yeah oh <laughs> this is how life was oh, okay yeah and then they'd say just don't cross the road bye go away man parents weren't protective back then no no not at all anyway yeah um, here i am and some of us survived uh, scooby eats the baloney uh fred goes the short route and they caught the car the machine breaks down right in front of the haunted mansion yeah i think fred did it on purpose he's like oh uh i guess we have to go to the haunted mansion because the mystery machine stopped da, da, da. Yeah. um so they go check out a well scooby and shaggy do but there's like this ghostly whoo from the well and this ghost appears and it's not as cool of a ghost as normally the ghosts are in the show it just looks like a kid in a halloween costume kind of yeah, yeah but i guess he, it's flying oh that's true it is flying so that's pretty cool i guess flying out of water yeah that's unusual i'll say most ghosts don't fly out of water and maybe i'm not sure if you know this but it's the very first time shaggy says a really famous line of his that gets repeated throughout the series which is ghosts so that's like a big deal Mm -hmm. yeah oh you knew this okay so no one believes shaggy and velma's like there's no such thing as ghosts actually no it's it's kind of weird because like they've seen ghosts that's the thing, right? They're always excited about ghosts. And they've seen ghosts. Yeah. Why are they all of a sudden like ugh, shaggy making stuff up? Ugh, yeah, yeah, I felt really bad for Shaggy. Yeah. Well, he's like just wants to be cool. Um, he is cool. Well, yeah, he he's kind of failing it. And he's super cute. And I kinda wanna marry him. Uh
Hmm. I, I need to tell you something about your real father. Yes. His name was Shaggy. I doubt Okay. No, Shaggy's a cartoon character. I made it up. Probably people out there called Shaggy. Oh, that's true. Actually, maybe not. not I'm sorry. You look identical to your father, so it's pretty clear he's your real dad. All right. No one believes Shaggy, but they do see a light on in the haunted mansion. I guess Scooby believed Shaggy because he was there. Oh, that's true. Do you remember your point about Daphne at this point in the episode? She hasn't talked one word, spoke one word. I know. They, like, only use Daphne when they need someone to fall down a well or something like that or down a trap door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, like, barely talked at all in this episode. It's kind of disappointing. But then we have a commercial. And the Potter Boy and I will be right back after this quick break. Hey, I'm Shannon. And I'm Tracy. We are the co-hosts of Southern Mysteries. We are a couple of chicks from the sticks who explore mysteries, myths, and legends of the South. If you've ever wondered if the bump in the night was the goat man of Kentucky, lock your windows at night to keep out the Phantom Barber. Or check the weather forecast for raining eels. True story. It happened in Alabama. This podcast is for you. Join us, a couple of chicks from the sticks, as we turn over every rock, peek behind every door, and dig into every story we've ever heard around the campfire. You just might be surprised what we find. Sometimes the truth is scarier than the legend. Download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere you can hear podcasts, you will find us. And be sure and connect with us on social media. Search Mysteries Pod on Twitter and Southern Mysteries Podcast on Facebook. Actually, I'm blocking him from leaving this office door where we're recording. Darn it. The kids knock on the mansion door, and then they break in. Yeah. So. Very polite. I I know we watch a lot of Scooby-Doo in our family. My dear, Mr. Potter, Sir Potter, when you're older and knocking on people's doors, if they don't answer, that doesn't mean you just get to barge in and, like, root through their stuff. But I like punching stuff. No punching stuff. Can I just use my sword? No sorting stuff. (laughs) Um, I got sorted into Gryffindor. Yes, that's delightful. I, I guess I guess there was a sword in the... Sorting hat? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> even if you have the sword of Godric Gryffindor, you are not allowed to break in and enter. It is against the law, and it's terrible manners. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the kids do break in, and they see a lit candle, and then all of the kids see the candle float, which I was really happy about, because I'm like, finally, Shaggy's vindicated. He wasn't just imagining things, and now a dog behind me is scratching. I'm going to let her out. Ladybird, that doesn't make for a good recording. No, no, normally King Link. Thank you. Oh, you go. Oh. <laughs> Whew, saved by, from, I have spit all over my face. Okay, so anyway, then they, uh, Shaggy and Scooby see this picture of Jefferson Stilwell, and he's headless, but then his no, head no, is wait, back. No, uh-huh. wait, no, it, it was, his head was there first. Okay. Then his head was and no one believes Shaggy again. Yeah. Like, what do they think? Shaggy's just trying to get attention or something? Well, I guess that's possible. Yeah. And then they hear some knocking. Yeah, but, you know, it's not something really strange, but something I wanted to point out. Yeah. Right uh, at the, when they're looking at the picture, there's like a rifle. Oh, yeah. Right (laughs) below it. 
It's like, did they actually use it, or did they just use it for decoration? Yeah, I was trying to explain to you and your sister that, like, some people used to have guns around for decoration, but your comment was, why is there a gun there? Were they drunk? Wait, wait, did I? I, I don't think I, I don't know. Maybe your no, sister said no, that. No, yeah. I, I have written down in quotes, were they drunk? Which, yeah, some people just love to have weapons around as art. Yeah, it's a terrible idea. There's this really famous author named Chekhov. We have a bunch of his books. And he said that if you see a gun in a first act of a play, it needs to go off and be shot by the third act of the play. You can't just, like, have a gun around in a Scooby-Doo episode and then no one shoots it. Um, or at least according to Chekhov. No. Okay, yeah, no one gets shot in this episode. Okay, Headless Aww. Dude comes back and he's carrying a fancy box. And uh, then at this point, your quote was, I'm surprised they don't swear on this show. They they, they got to get really scared. That's like, true. At yeah. some points. <laughs> Good point. Okay. That's when they say jeepers. Okay, so sounds coming from behind the door. They go in. They see the box, the fancy box the dude had been carrying. Oh, my gosh. It's a box. And th- th- no one wants to open it. And they're all really scared of opening this box. At this point, I'm like, leave this house, people. Why are you still here? But anyway, they and make... like they they want to know who it is. So they say, any volunteers? Then Shaggy the starts to open the box. Then Shaggy starts to wiggle Scooby's ear. Uh-huh. And that makes his paw go up. So it makes it look like he was raising his hand. And everyone's like, good doggy. Yeah, and then he pretends that his hand is broken. <laughs> Poor Scooby. But, um, and then when he opens it up, it's horrifying. Do you remember what was in it? A head. Yes! There was a decapitated head in a box on a children's show. And then Fred touches it and I said, know. Oh, it's only a wooden mannequin head. Why are you touching the decapitated <laughs> head? And why would someone have a mannequin of themselves? <laughs> It's, it's weird. Okay, another life lesson for you, my dear. Don't make a mannequin head of yourself and keep it in a fancy box. Okay. I mean, I guess you could. I'll try. But not. people would try not to. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm of all the life decisions. <laughs> okay. So Scooby faints, but he's revived with Scooby snacks, and then they find some super obvious footprints on the ground. They're like in black, and mm-hmm. it's like, dude, wipe your feet. How did they not see that before? I know! Right. Good question. Do you remember the weird thing about the trail of footprints, though? It does, like, the splits, like, really far. Yeah, like, one, the left foot goes, like, way to the left. The right foot goes, like, down the hall. And it's, like, somehow, whoever's feet that was, like, chopped themselves in half or something? Well, I guess... Really flexible? Yeah, but... And then... Yeah, Shaggy makes the remark of, I've seen guys do the splits, but this is incredible. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good memory, dude. Okay, so Velma, Scoob, and Shaggy follow one set of footprints, and they hear that weird pounding again. And they go inside this dark room, and Shaggy and Velma are kind of holding hands in the dark to comfort each other. But they're both talking about how their hands are so clammy. And slimy. It, and potentially slimy. And Actually, when no, that's what they said. Oh, is it? I thought you were just making that up, but that sounds right. So then when they leave the room, dun, dun, dun. It's a headless, I want to say horseman. Specter, yeah. Specter. Yeah. It's a headless specter. Just remember this. My name used to be Schechter. 
We can call it the Headless Schechter if you want. Yeah. My maiden name. Yeah. It was okay. the Headless Schechter. Uh, <laughs> maybe it was your uncle. Uh, uncle Mark. So um, they run away and he laughs and chases them Well, around. no, no. He has a head, but I think it's empty. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That, it's in a box, dude. Yeah. No, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Anyway, then there's the weird song that you loved. Yeah. Girl, I miss you. I'm going up. I don't, that's my rendition of it. But meanwhile, they're being chased by the haunted Schecter. Um, and then um, they all climb into night suits. And oh, yeah. <laughs> the headless specter realizes that they're in night suits. But then they run for it. And then they get out of their night suits <laughs> extremely fast. I mean... Those night suits are really bulky. Yeah, suits so, of armor, you need, like, your, I don't know, your court jester to help you get into it, or your page, or whatever. Yeah, so they got out in, like, 0.2 seconds, <laughs> and then they ran for it, but of course the headless specter didn't actually think that they could get out in 0.2 seconds. Wait, no, actually make that 0.02 seconds. Nice decimals, dude. Yeah, well... I'm fifth grade. Okay, fair. I can do that. And they're like sliding down banisters and destroying yeah. a library. Yeah. Maybe the headless specter is chasing them because they're destroying his property. <gasps> well, thank you. Why are they in this house? Yeah. <laughs> Why are they still in? The- I mean, if there's a light on, and you you know someone's there, and you don't they don't answer the door. It's like, why would you go in there? Right. Like, I tell you when I leave you alone for, like, a half hour to run to the shop or something, if someone rings the doorbell, you don't have to answer it. You can just play video games or whatever and ignore them, and they'll drop off the UPS box and go away. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Good thing the UPS aren't, like, the Scooby K. <laughs> well, maybe we'll come in and tear up the library. Yeah. Okay. So they hide in an oven. They ride on a spinning wheel. They crash through a window onto a tightrope. And then fall And they're on, on a bike. And they're on a bike. And then On the height rope. On the tightrope. And then they fall into a well. Oh, no. They're riding the spinning wheel like it's a bicycle. Yeah. yeah. And they fall into a well. And there's a secret tunnel at the bottom of the yeah. well. We really need some secret tunnels in this house. In our house, I mean. Meanwhile, Fred and Velma, or no, Fred and Daphne are rifling through this person's drawers and reading someone else's diary. Again, rude. Wait, no, I think that was after this. No, wait, no. They come down into the well. Yeah, because they fall down a uh, trap door. Yeah. Yeah, and they they have that diary with them. Yes. And the diary has something really cryptic that I don't remember, but, like, he's pointing to the way, and yeah. it rhymes. Fred finds a trapdoor, and he's like, be And there's careful. something about columns. And something about columns, yes. Uh, he's like, be careful, Daphne. And, of course... Daphne falls in. Daphne falls in. <laughs> then they're in a fruit cellar, and there's some mysterious shadows, but it turns out it's... The rest. It's the rest of the Scooby gang. So they meet up, and Shaggy starts eating fruit from a jar, but... It's not fruit. It's balloons. I mean, <laughs> why would someone have balloons in a jar? I mean, I get having balloons in your basement. Sure. Who doesn't? But why did you go through the uh, work of canning them? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Or I don't know, Potter Boy, if you've ever. I'll bleep that. I don't know, mm-hmm. Potter Boy, if you've ever 
canned something. I, I know for a fact you haven't. It takes hours. It, it's not something you're going to do with balloons. Anyway, Fred's like, oh, I know. Because they also find some helium gas canisters. And they find sheets. And they're able to recreate the ghost from before. Yeah. And Great. like, it's <laughs> apparently a balloon. Yes. It, the ghost was just a balloon. These kids are pretty smart. I gotta hand it to them. Yeah, but like, how could a... I mean, when it, the ghost was coming... Uh, the ghost... Oh, he's doing air quotes. The, the balloon <laughs> ghost was coming up from that uh, trap, uh, like, secret passageway. Yeah. Like, th- that That sheet's gonna fall off. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, these balloons are amazing, as we find out later. Turns out the painting... Oh, let's see. Okay, turns out the painting of Stillwall was a clue. He's pointing to some column. They think he's pointing to the greenhouse. So, and then the headless specter comes. Yeah, but do you remember the part about the fly trap lily? That was pretty cute. How the, they fed a Scooby uh, snack to it. Mm-hmm. The headless Schecter chases them again. And there's lots of laughing. And Shaggy and Scooby float out of a well on balloons. This Schecter gets on a balloon too i love calling it a schecter i hope you don't mind that if that's annoying to you i can stop they all three are floating on balloons these balloons dude are incredible incredible wouldn't that be so fun i mean terrifying yes but like if you had a seatbelt, because they're just riding on these huge balloons i mean they've got to run out so no i would hate that okay fair enough and like you would if you were seatbelted on you would like go back and get upside down oh yeah balloon. you're right you would you would and well, knowing me and you i would bark <laughs> like literally totally. um watch out below yeah there would be a lot of splat splat under i would just pee my pants probably um i do pee a lot uh but i'm a mom We're at mom. night it well you make it sound like i'm peeing in bed yeah, i just no. get up like every hour yeah no. i got over that issue when i was nine anyway <laughs> <laughs> it's okay lots this of pe- episode you're admitting a lot of personal stuff it's okay a lot of people were bedwetters till quite late i'm just reducing some of the stigma anyway back to scooby-doo <laughs> scooby like hits a metal thing and pops and then they all i don't remember somehow they all land in a chicken coop Mm-hmm. The dude who was this headless Schechter, his head pops up and it looks just like the decapitated wooden head. And somehow he had it like hidden. Oh, you're making a very gross face. Sorry. Yeah, well, no. I guess the way I phrased it. It was gross. You know, well. Yeah, his head this whole time had been like under his shirt. He's going to have some terrible back pain. Yeah. <laughs> his name is Penrod Stillwall. I'm the great, 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 great grandson of Jefferson Stillwall. And they're like, okay, dude, then what's with you? You look exactly the same. Yes. And why are you doing all this weird stuff? And he's like, I invented this to scare people away because my great, 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 great grandfather hid a treasure here somewhere and I want to find it. You would probably be the only one that knows about that. Right. Or your family. Or he, instead of spending money on all the security stuff, he could, like, hire a guard or something. Yeah. I, I mean, that guard yeah. might feel like, yeah. I guess it's kind of fun to have a secret. Mm-hmm. And it, I do have to admit, I do like all the secret passages in this yeah. house. Yeah. That would be pretty fun. Imagine if we had those secret passages playing hide and seek would be so oh, much yeah. better. Yeah. So better than this house. We need to make a secret passage from, like, your room to the treehouse. house. And 
anyway, the kids are like, well, we don't want your treasure, but we'll help you find it because we have nothing better to do with our lives, apparently. Um, but then the kids hear more banging. And they're like, oh, there's someone else bang, here. Bang, bang, Thank bang. you. It sounded exactly like that. You could be a sound effects artist. Yeah, uh, baby. <laughs> and they make a trap for whoever else is there. And there's only been one other human in this entire episode, so yeah. we've got a pretty good idea of who it mm-hmm. is. But basically the trap involves a rope like yeah. that he trips over. And no, but like when he's in there, he has a uh, like the bad guy. Yeah, the bad guy. He has a sheet over oh, his yeah. head with <laughs> eyes and he has an axe. And he's just slamming the axe into the wall. Yeah, he has like no plan. He's like, I guess I'll hit a wall with an axe. Maybe maybe that leads to treasure. I don't know. One one way to find out. Yeah, it would have taken him a real. He would have destroyed the whole house. I think. Anyway, it turns out died in the process. Yes, Mm -hmm. the phony phantom was Ezra Shanks. Bum bum bum. It's kind of obvious. Yeah, but then I feel super bad for him because when he trips over their rope, he gets a total traumatic brain injury by running into a column. I think your sister was like, someone could die that way, right? And it's like, yes, absolutely. And then they've got to have better columns. Like, (laughs) he slams his head into it. It would probably hurt a lot. Then it falls over and slams on his the rest of his body. Yeah, like right on his back. Yeah. And the kids aren't like, oh, let's get you an ambulance. Instead, they're like, let's take the sheet off your head and, and interrogate you. Meanwhile, Scooby-Doo pokes his cutie little snout into the column and finds the treasure. It was in the column. Yeah, he brings it um over to the guy who was apparently had no head. Mm-hmm. And then he, the guy... The headless Schechter, or I'm gonna call him that from now on. Okay. He's just he just pat Scooby. Mm-hmm. Like pat, pat, pat. Oh yeah, he patted him like really hard on the head, yeah. and we were like, "That's I mean, not that's, how that's you." That's gotta hurt. Yeah, that that's not how you pet a dog, dude. Yeah. No. Um. Okay. So then they go on to the rock concert, and we hear a nice Scooby Dooby Doo at the end. So. Ba-dum-tsh. What did you think of this? Uh, I mean, I asked you before, out of five Scooby Snacks, where five Scooby Snacks is like, this is the best episode of Scooby-Doo ever, zero Scooby Snacks is like, meh, how many Scooby Snacks would you give this episode? I I think actually zero Scooby Snacks would be the bad. Yeah. Would be bad. I I would give it four. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I really liked the balloon chase. Yeah, it, that, that was, was pretty a really awesome. Good part. And I really liked the teamwork. I like when Shaggy and Scooby get to do some problem solving. Um, there wasn't like a real spooky guy in this one. Uh, the next one, the Tiki scare, I think is a pretty scary dude. Yeah, so that'll be pretty awesome. Yeah, we have toys that my friend Linka had sent us. Thank you very much. Yeah, we love those mm-hmm. toys. They're awesome. Um, so I'm planning to do stop motion. Yeah, we're going to make a video with them at some point. Yeah. It'll be awesome. So anyway, thank you for joining me today. Yeah, this of course. A pleasure. Yeah. You're way cuter than Steven. I mean, Steven's pretty cute, but you are adorbs. Yeah. And, and I, I really liked watching the episode with you yeah. a couple times, too. Anyway, this has been the Meddling Kids podcast. A couple means two. Yes, it does. And you can get in touch with us at Meddling. Yes? Yeah, yeah can I can I do some more episodes? This is really fun. Yes, you sure can. I love that. Uh, and fans, we want to hear your opinion on Sir Potter and that Potter boy. Nice things, please. He's a kid. 
Anyway, of course, they'd say nice things because you're awesome. Um, you can get in touch with us on Facebook and Twitter at Meddling Kids Pod. And uh, thanks so much to Dave Sestay for the use of the theme song. Yes, thank you very much. It's a cool song. And um, Night Surfing. And uh, thanks so much to all of you who've rated us and subscribed on iTunes or who share our show with your friends. And just remember, whatever you're up to this week, you would have gotten away with it if it weren't for us meddling kids. I know. Oh, wow, you are good at creepy. That's impressive. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I, I'm going to end up being the bad guy in one of these shows. <laughs> I was just going to say, you're like a...